Right, well, big fights at the weekend. Obviously, those huge things happening in boxing. There's a few bits that have gone on in the news. I will be having a look at some of my terrible bets that I placed on UFC Vegas 39. I mean, they were bad even for me. I normally, I at least get one or two, but uh, a clean sweep of uh, of badness. It's uh, it's it's rare, even for me. So yeah. Without further ado, let's uh, let's get into what happened at UFC Vegas 39. So, let's start off uh, with the heavyweights. The heavyweights, uh, 265 pounders, Alexander Romanov versus Jared Vandera. Now, I was skeptical here. I was just like, what? Why is Vandera such a huge underdog here? He was like a four to one underdog, which is crazy for a heavyweight fight, especially when, you know, Romanov's not exactly like a household name, is he? Well, it turns out that uh, I kind of forgot who Romanov was. I had seen him before. He's that dude that suplexes people all over the place. Yeah, and he's 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 a bit good. So yeah, that was a terrible bet because I actually took Vandera in that one. I, to be fair, I didn't think Vandera would win. I just didn't think that the odds should be that long on him, if that makes sense at all. I mean, either way. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, it wasn't. He he shouldn't have been that big of an underdog because it was. The fight was relatively competitive in the first round. You know, he, he was landing some good shots. And let's not forget that Romanov had to do a cheeky fence grab to stop that guillotine. Who knows what would have happened if um, if he hadn't got away with that fence grab? But I think at that point. But when it's clearly prevented a move, I think the ref should take a point straight away. Not that it would have made a difference to the outcome of this fight. Obviously, Romanov got the finish in the second round, but the first warning comes in the locker room. And when they're going to grab the fence to do something that clearly has an impact, at least on that uh, move, then, yeah, I think they need to start taking points more readily. Either way, Romanov, he's an absolute killer. He's, he's one to watch, man. Has anybody noticed how sneakily good the heavyweight division is getting in the UFC. You've got all these talented prospects. You've got your Aspinalls, your Romanovs, your Dalkuses, right? And then you've got like the, the top players, your Volkovs, your Derek Lewis, your Garns, your Nganus. You start looking at how good that heavyweight division is becoming. You start to get some real players in there. It's becoming a real fun division to watch. But um, yeah. Either way, Romanov is another one. I think, yeah, give him another top 20 guy and have him sneak into maybe the top 10. Uh, just just see see what happens with him, really. Maybe you can take on the likes of a Blaganov. A little Blaganov, maybe. Uh, they've got Charles Rose versus Damon Jackson. That was 145. This one was a bit of an odd one. I mean, some of those leg locks, uh, I thought they might well have worked. I mean, he was, was getting close enough. It was a close fight. The right man won. But fair play to both guys. But I would say, wow, that spinning back elbow that... Um, that Rosa landed on Jackson in the third round. Or was it the second round? No, the second round, I think. Um, good God. That was a lot of blood. I mean, if, if you don't like blood, probably skip that one because it was might have been the most blood I've ever seen. It was a really, really nasty cut. Good fight, though. Good fight. Uh, hats off to both guys. Um, a better man won. I had Rosa by submission in that one. It was... 
And to be fair, it wasn't that big of a long shot. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was still worth putting on. Uh, Tim Elliott versus versus Mateus Nicolau. Now this one was another weird one because Tim Elliott looked really good, but he almost looked a bit too confident, and he got hit way too much as a result of it. He left himself way too open. Now um, he's he's one of the Kraus guys, and the Kraus guys are really good at the moment. But I, normally. I, I just feel like the the advice in the corner wasn't brilliant because, but also I do acknowledge that Kraus was in a difficult position because at the end of the second round he said, "Okay, yeah, no, that you made that round way closer than it should have been." And then it said, "Do I still get the round?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I think so." But it's like mm, at that point because I thought Elliot coasted in the third round. I think that might have been what cost him. I thought. But then again, it's like if you tell your fighter that, yeah, no, you definitely need to go out and get this next round and they do something reckless and get flatlined, but it turns out they weren't losing those rounds, it's a tough position. I get it. But bottom line is, I feel like it was bad to tell. Like I would have said, look, I don't know if you got that round or not. You should probably not coast in this round. Because he did. And that's, um, yeah, I think they messed up. I think it, I think it was... It was a bad strategy, which is rare for Kraus guys, as I said. Uh, Randy Brown versus Jared Gooden. This was an entertaining fight, actually. Uh, Gooden can eat a shot. God damn. Uh, Brown looked extremely sharp. Uh, he did break his toe, I think. Dislocated his toe. And it really seemed to compromise him in the few, in the in later on in the fight. Now, I had Randy Brown getting the finish here because only two of his wins have ever gone to uh, the decision. So getting that so the finish seemed like the right option. But uh, once again, I was wrong because it coasted to a decision. Uh, fair play to both guys. To, you know, Brandy Brown looked really good. I thought it was weird that Jared Gooden looked so kind of like shocked and disappointed when the judges read out the scorecards. Because come on, man, you didn't win that fight. You knew it. You knew it. You knew it. But yeah. Mackenzie Dern versus Marina Rodriguez. Uh, again, uh, another weird one because I mean, now I'm not surprised that Marina Rodriguez managed to get the win here. Not surprised because I did say this all this is all contingent on Dern being able to get it down to the ground and get it where she needs it. And you know what? Marina Rodriguez is a good enough fighter. She's an excellent striker. What the, the difference in skill between grappling is probably about the distance distance between them on striking. So it was a classic striker versus grappler. What did surprise me was if you'd have told me before that fight that Mackenzie Dern would have five minutes of top control and not leave with a submission, I'd say get the hell out of my office. That is surprising, to be fair. I don't think I'm out. I'm completely mental in saying that she, Mackenzie Dern should have submitted her. She should have. She had ample opportunity. And credit to Rodriguez's defense, I guess, because she managed to just uh, to. to avoid the submission, then Mackenzie Dern gassed a little bit and obviously it then became in Marina Rodriguez's wheelhouse. Good win. Very, very good win. Those those kicks were really effective for keeping range. And yeah, yeah. I'll, like I said, not shocked with the result. Shocked that Mackenzie Dern had five minutes of top control and didn't leave with a submission win. But fair play to Rodriguez. It, like, at the end of the day, she did a great job and she looked really good. Look forward to seeing more of her. So before we get into the news, I just wanted to say thank you very much. Uh, you know, if you're watching this show, uh, please like and subscribe. Helps me out massively. Let me know in the comments what you thought of the fights. Let me know, um, you know, what you thought. If you thought, if you if you hate any of my bets, if you think that I'm saying something stupid, just let me know. 
in the in the comments because it's it's all it's all love man it's all love and i do like talking about this stuff so i will i will always comment back and uh yeah you know just turn it into a bit of a discussion it's always fun and uh, i also just let you know i do have a patreon as well if you want to show your support on there there is extra content and early access to shows because i do all my picks on a friday night and the friday night picks are better usually that before the odds have changed too much sometimes the odds slip a bit on a saturday but i do release my odd pick my picks on a saturday on my youtube but friday the 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 patreon subscribers get early access. It's just, it's just the way it has to be done. But either way, thank you for all the love. If you're listening to this as well, just tell you, if you know somebody that might get be interested in it, just let them know what have they got to lose. Give an episode a listen and you know, they might like it. And if they don't, well, they lost. So yeah. Anyways, I want to do a quick poll here. Please let me know in the comments, which is worse? John Jones beating up his fiance or Chuck Liddell getting beaten up by his missus? Ooh. So because I don't know if you know this, but basically Chuck Liddell was involved in a domestic abuse incident at the weekend. And at first, uh, it was probably, it, it, everyone was thinking, oh no, not another one. Come on, guys. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously I'll get into pain yeah, in a minute. But um, yeah, not another one, guys. This is this is just getting silly. And yeah, it's it, so... Apparently, looking at, looking at the actual report, because initially I was like, okay, Chuck Liddell's, you know, beating up his wife or whatever but yeah apparently it it's actually it sounds quite sad to be fair and um yeah I, i'm hoping yeah i then yeah it sounds quite sad yeah, like chuck liddell said that it's you know his wife has some mental health or is his fiance, i think it might be his wife has some mental health uh, health issues and that and that she was hitting him basically and uh yeah it's, it's so uh, he, but I think the police had to take, had to separate them basically. So Chuck Liddell volunteered to be the one taken down to the station and kind of separated. Bail was uh, set at $20,000. The bail was met. And yeah, so unless we hear more about this, we've just got to take Chuck Liddell at his word that it was his wife that was hitting him. Apparently he suffered bruises and lacerations, but I have never pictured Chuck Liddell as a battered wife. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, he's the Iceman. But I suppose, if nothing else, it actually paints him in a far more positive light. Assuming that it's true that he was the victim and not the aggressor. I mean, it paints him in a much more positive light. Even, it makes John Jones look even worse. Because Chuck Liddell was just taking punches off of his wife and just refused to hit her back. That's, you know, that, which is, incidentally, in my opinion, probably slightly better than John Jones's actions. I don't know. It's like neither are, neither are great. But yeah, uh, Lewis Pena has also been released now because obviously uh, there was some domestic. Basically, he allegedly struck two women with a closed fist in a domestic violence incident. Um, yeah, Lewis Pena. The, he's uh, he was called the Violent Bob Ross. And, um, yeah, it was a pretty good nickname, to be fair. He had an excellent nickname, but and he was a pretty decent fighter. And this is a shame, because this isn't the first time he's been pulled up on it. So Dana White has pulled the plug. He said, that is enough, mate. And uh, he, has, he has released him. And we've also just seen announced, big fight announcement, Leon Edwards versus Jorge Masvidal is slated for, what is that, December 11th card? I do have a picture of it somewhere. Let me just bring that up. 
Why don't I just have these prepared? God damn it, Bert. You are just an idiot. Yeah, 11th of December, Las Vegas. That is a hell of a fight because obviously they had the altercation a while back. Uh, I think it was in the UK. It was after Darren Till got knocked out by Masvidal, I believe, because it, it happened in London. And uh, yeah, basically, Leon Edwards and Masvidal got into a bit of a fisticuffs in the car park. So I was surprised this fight hadn't happened sooner because, I mean, you've got the, the build-up, you've got the backstory. That's going to be a ridiculous fight. That's going to be fantastic because it's because it's got so much, you know, so much backstory to it. And, and people don't like sports they like a narrative and this one has narrative in spades this will sell a lot of pay-per-views i mean it's not going to be the main event i wouldn't have thought i mean it might be but hell yeah yeah sign me up for that i am i am very much looking forward to that because stylistically i think that leon edwards probably outclasses masvidal on the feet however masvidal has shown time and time again that you just can't count that dude out so and they're both violent they both don't like each other it's going to be mostly like a stand-up kind of war there, there are so many ticks to this fight it's all just ticks and like i said surprised that it hasn't happened sooner but i'm glad that it's now been announced i mean december's starting to look pretty good for fights it's starting to look very good indeed so then we get into troll of the week now this one's got a lot of um a lot to do with Pena being released, just because it is funny, and it does seem to affect quite a lot of uh, other people as well. So the first one is John Jones. John Jones, when he sees that Louis, <laughs> that Louis Pena has been cut from the UFC due to a domestic violence arrest, and he's like, whoop, whoop, yeah, no, accurate, super accurate. And then you've got the same one with Greg Hardy. Because, uh, yeah, although Greg Hardy has been good, like, since he's been in the UFC. So, the thing is, is like, you know, yeah, okay. But the Greg Hardy incident, it, it, if you read the incident report, it was way funnier than the Jones one. He pushed her onto a pile of guns. It's like, oh, I don't know, if you're hanging out with a guy who's got a pile of guns, a pile of guns, not like just one, just a pile of guns. He shoved her and she fell onto the pile of guns and kind of cut her arm or something like that. And uh, yeah, I'm not saying, I'm not advocating that. But if you're hanging around with guys who have piles of guns, not one, just piles of them, then I don't know, being shoved is probably way down on the list of like incidents and things that are going to go on. But um, yeah, apparently, I mean, Greg Hardy, he's been pretty good since he's been in the UFC, to my knowledge. So yeah. And you've got the next one. This is this does happen all the time. Every time I am trying to like get my mate into mixed martial arts, it ends up being like a grappling match, and they get into some positions that just get described as being. You know, I mean, it's just a little gay. You know, it's like people are looking at, ah oh, man, he's just got his butt in his face. Come on, man. What? Why can't this be like a slugfest? Why can't this be Mark Hunt versus Antonio Bigfoot Silver? That would get my mate hooked. But instead, this is the first event they've ever watched. And they're like, oh, so oh, you're into this. this? Oh, this is what you're into. Okay. All right. Okay. But yeah, no, it happens all the time. And it is, it is funny, though. And then last one is uh, this must have been before the... Because, uh, again, the first thing we saw of the Chuck Liddell report was that Chuck Liddell had been arrested uh, in a domestic violence incident. And John Jones 
Looking at that must have been grinning from ear to ear. Finally, some of the heat is taken off of me. You see, it's not just me, guys. And then obviously it turns out that Chuck Liddell was most likely the victim in that. So wipe that smile off your face, John. Uh, you finished the beer, though. That's all right. Anyway, that is all I've got time for this week. Um, what have we got next up? Next up, let's have a look. UFC events. The, I know that it's not the... Um, Fight night. Oh, oh, okay. 17th of October. That is this week. Hello. It's um, Aspen Ladd against Norma Dumont. Yeah, because Aspen Ladd has stepped in for Holly Holm. Because Holly Holm has has, uh, has fallen out that one. Jim Miller's on that card as well. Uh, Andre Olofsky against Carlos Felipe. That's not a bad... Bad enough fights, I'll be placing some terrible bets on them. Those bets will be up on Friday. There's going to be the exclusive Patreon audio episode on the Thursday. And on the YouTube, my usual picks will be coming in hot. They'll be terrible as ever, but I hope you find some value in some of those bets. They can't possibly be as bad as the bets that I placed on uh, last week's card. Aspen Lab by TKO is what I would say. Preliminary? Preliminary? First... <laughs> I would just say that Aspen Lab by TKO. That's my first prediction. Bold prediction. And yeah, so until then, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.